Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. I'm Derek Riley. I'm with Chaz Smith, and welcome to Dirty Water, a hit of fruitless discourse where opinion is everything and facts rarely matter. The result may be banal or profound, pedestrian or intriguing. Whatever you think of us and of our swinging attitudes, we promise you'll never be bored. Today on Dirty Water, we've got two special guests the photographer, writer, artist, shaper, creator of game changing surf film Litmus in 1995, its 2019 sequel, Beyond Litmus, the surfboard design documentary, On the Edge of a Dream. We're an impossible to ride boarders film ruining the lives of myriad surfers. The Queen of Soul, <laughs> Andrew Kidman. And Beach Grid star writer, Lennox Head's own Anton Chekhov, Steve Longtom Shearer. Andrew, I want to talk to you first. <clears throat> Last year you released Beyond Litmus, 25 years after Litmus. Now, if you don't know, but you should, Litmus turned the world onto Derek Hines' kink for skip fry fishes, which influenced Tom Curran, which influenced the rest of the world. Beyond Litmus, which stars DH again, has some of the most profound surf cinema I've ever seen. Derek, he's been hit with cancer, talking about the return of his taste buds and eating soup, was a more profound experience than any surf he'd ever had. Andrew, when you sent a link to me to watch it, you said I wouldn't be able to watch it in one sitting. Do you deliberately challenge your viewers? To, to watch films or? Well, to watch. Yeah. <laughs> Do you deliberately slow it down just, just to fuck with people. No, nah, I just, I mean, I was talking to my mate about this the other day. Like, I, I just, me and John just make what we want to make. Like, I don't even think about the viewers, to be honest. So, and John, and John's John Frank. Yeah, John Frank. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm not even interested in trying to make the film for the viewers at all. Like, we're just trying to make a, a film, like a documentary. Like, well, that was what Beyond Litmus was. So, so, so what did you make Beyond Litmus? Um, I just, I just seen so much rubbish come out about, um, certain aspects of surfing that I just, I just wanted to set the, like the, um, the record straight, like from people like from Derek and Tom and, um, Skip Fry. And that's why I wanted to make it. It was 25 years after the original film came out and there's been some kind of heavy bastardization of different things in surfing and like. I just wanted to set the record straight from the sort of protagonists that were originally in the film. So that's what, that's why we did it originally. So, and then it morphed into this, I don't know, sort of semi study on Derek and where he was at in his life. Cause he, you know, he'd obviously had cancer. So, um, that was, that was pretty, like we started the film sort of when he was in his chemo treatment and you know, when someone's got cancer, you don't know whether they're going to live or die too. So it was sort of, um, it was a really interesting thing because we sort of followed him for the next couple of years, like what he was doing in his life and how he was going. And then, you know, obviously he recovered and turned his, you know, back surfing. But it was it was kind of, it was a super interesting thing to, to be a part of, to see him go through that. So. For people who don't know Derek Hine, how would you describe Derek? Um... Well, he's classic, you know, he's just a, he's a character, like that's for sure. And he's, um, he's opportunist, I reckon, like in every way possible, like every great surfer. And um, he's just on his own trip. I mean, that's, 
That's the one thing about Terry Fitzgerald, I guess. Like Terry always had these really interesting surfers he worked with, like always, you know. And Derek was like one of those original surfers that Terry worked with. And um, I reckon if you looked at any of the people that Terry did work with, like right through, you know, probably even till now, he he always has these really interesting characters that are just on their own trip. And that's that's Derek. Like he's just on his own trip, you know. He was, I mean, he's on his own trip when he's on the pro tour, and then when he became a coach and to what he did with, um, I mean, he calls it free fiction, but it's not free fiction. It's been less really. So, so you talk it, about yeah. so you talk about the heavy, the, the heavy bastardization of surfing and all the rubbish that gets put out there. Mm. What are you referring to? I just 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 like it's just the history, really. I mean, you know, there's things that have happened in surfing. I mean, I just like personally, I like to just get history from the people that did it like I like to hear it straight from you know like say if I want to ask somebody about like the twin pin or something like that like I want to go and talk to Mark Richards about it because he he did all the different things he did on his twin pin or just you know same with Derek like I mean Derek Derek was the person that changed the fish you know like he he changed it so people could sort of have more access to it and ride it and you talk to him about it and he was never that happy about that happening, you know, because he, he actually reckons that he kind of ruined it, you know, because he ruined the pure feelings of what it was originally, like when it, when it did have a like straighter tail and the tail was wider. And it, it is true. Like it's a completely different surfboard when it's got a wider tail, which is like the originals. So that's, I mean, he's, you know, he says as much, you know, like he bastardized it and, and changed it. And then other people went and, come along and like made it more like user friendly to where it is now where it's like you know i mean anyone can ride them now i guess but they don't what they don't get is they don't experience that that the whole feeling of what the history is like to ride one from what it was originally like which which is it's a really interesting thing to do so but andrew i gotta yeah. weigh in here Go for I, it. I i feel that you're missing uh by going straight to the sources to get mm. their history yeah, I feel you. I feel you're missing the rumor colon <laughs> dot 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 exclamation point. No, um, I am for sure. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. You're right. Yeah. I'm just going straight off the hip. Yeah. Of non-historical, well, mm-hmm. call it a historical uh, takes on stuff. Well, that's what beach grid's for. So, <laughs> you know, no, that's why you're here, Chaz. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can't. Yeah. I don't know. Like I'm, you know, I care about it. Like, you know, I grew up, I grew up immersed in it at Narrabeen, you know, like with people like Terry and, and, um, Simon and stuff like that. And they, you know, and Derek and they, you know, they, they beat you over the head with it, that you, that you should respect it, you know, but then someone like yourself, like I love what you do too. Have you, have you, have, have you ridden one of the, like a fish the way it was meant to be ridden? Yeah, of course. Is it is it fun? Fuck yeah! It's, it's like it's fun it's, than, a, it's more fun than anything you'll ever do because it just more, it's it's set, what it does is it just puts you on your ass like straight away, and then you you get these feelings where you just you're like what the fuck is that and you're going faster than you've ever gone, and then you're trying to work out how to get it under control and that's the the beauty of it is trying to work out that nuance for me anyway like. Um, that's what I like. So. Long Tom? Yeah. 
Fish? <laughs> I, yeah, actually, that made me think of that board that you had, Andrew. Remember we went down and, and shot that sequence for um, Lost in the Ether? Yeah, that was Michael's board, yeah. Yeah, yeah but you had another one, the, the board that you had, the, like, the chopped-off tail that you'd gone from the twin fin to a single fin. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You remember that board? That was a fucking disaster, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I remember riding that board and going faster than I'd have been, but I couldn't control that. I was just, no, well, just you, that, all over the place. Yeah, that board is so hard to control, but you do go. But a fish, you got way more control than that board, like def- yeah. definitely. So, so Andrew, so Andrew, tell me, tell me about the uh, Tom Curran and Whiteface, which is which is extraordinary. <laughs> no one's ever, no one's ever seen Tom Curran um, in any was, sort of form other than sort of you know staggering around with, with little slit eyes looking at the camera. And yeah, you've got this whole sequence where he appears as if there's no one's ever seen him. Tom Kern and Whiteface is honestly like high cinema art. No, Derek, you live in France. He's, he's the opposite of Justin Trudeau. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is. That's why it's in the movie. He's, he's anti-racist. It's terrible. Yeah. Oh, that's just. I mean, that's just Tom being a comic. You know, to me, like that. I mean, you. Anyone that knows Tom, like he's a he's a super funny guy. Like his his dad's really funny, and they just have this like dry kind of bent sense of humour. And um, Tom's definitely got it. Like, and yeah. So when we wanted to do that, he was he was he wanted to do it too. So yeah. Is is there to Andrew to you? Is there any surfer as nuanced as Tom in modern surf? culture right now uh now oh i mean mason ho's pretty good like he's 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 pretty exciting like but he's it's interesting watching him because he's 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 so much like his father like like i surfed a lot with michael like in the 80s and when i see mason surf it's just unbelievable how much how similar he is you know and he also rides these boards that are like they're, they're longer and like to me, they suit pipe like way better to get in, like where he's getting in on the waves, and I think that's why people like watching it too, because it's 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 so fun, you know. So yeah, I guess him. But, but now Tom's pretty good. <laughs> so, <laughs> what about, Andrew? What about his, what about Tom surfing in the film? Because he looks so sharp, which yeah. is, as we both know, isn't always the case. Yeah, well, that was interesting because he he came out like we were working on. We were working on Spirit of Akasha when we made that, when I did that part of the film and um, he came out and he was super, you know, he was, he was just really well, he was sober, he was just cruising and, and um, he shaped that board, like that board is riding in the movie, he shaped that, so, and he wanted to shape his typical Tom, like he, he couldn't work out why he couldn't shape it like back to front <laughs> and I was, I was like, I was helping him do it. He was like down in my shaping bay and I was sort of helping him. He's like, yeah, but why can't we just turn it around? And I was just like, I was in the end, I was just put my hands up and went, all right, you fucking do it back to front. I don't care. Like I got to go mow, I got to mow the lawns. And I, I, I went out and I mowed the lawns and I came back like a couple of hours later and he was just like standing there, like out in the grass, like staring at the rocker. Like, and he just looks at me, he goes, we can't shape it back to front. Can we? And I was, and I was like, I was like, I was trying to tell you that. Like, so we ended up turning around and and um shaping it the the proper way with the rocker in the right place. And, why um, why can't why can't you shape shape a board back to front? 
Well, it's just the rocker's in the wrong spot, you know? Like, you gotta, you're got you putting a nose rocker in a tail rocker, basically. That's what he wanted to do, so. Sounds like a weather so. surfboard. <laughs> well, no, that, that's, no, they're, they're balanced. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got, you know, you got average boards, got, what, four and a half, five-inch, you know, nose rocker and, you know, two and a half tail rocker, so just not going to work. <laughs> you just got a nose dive. Every, so, every time. so Andrew, where, where was that session of uh, Tom? Because it's um, the waves are beautiful, and he and he's surfing as good as you know anything you'd see in yeah, 2020. His surfing's unbelievable, and he just it's just a little it was just a little like North Coast beach break, like nowhere special, and just um just beautiful little waves, like just one of those like magic day, right? like t- you know typical of him, like he's done that like throughout his career and just gone out and in. I mean, the surf's not incredible, but he's just gone out and made it incredible because he's just such a, he's a beautiful surfer to watch, I reckon. So, yeah. but um, yeah, he was in it. He was into that board. He took it home, like, because I was like, "You're going to leave the board here?" He's like, "Oh no way, I'm taking it home." And he he took it to Mexico. I don't know where it is now, but it was yeah, probably some Mexican weed dealer's house, huh? <laughs> Could, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, tell Andrew, tell me your favorite current story. Oh God, I, there's too many. I think, like, you know, I don't know. I, I mean, I've I've told this, before, I said this before. Once, the first time I met him was at Narrabeen. and I was just a kid. I was probably like sixteen, maybe, and he was surfing at Northy. And I remember being on a wave, and he was actually on the same wave that I was, but he was behind me. And <laughs> so, but I didn't even realise that he was there, and um. And then I kind of tweaked that. Oh, someone's behind me, and I looked around. It was him, and I was like, "Holy shit, it's Tom Curran!" And he was so—he was just so cool. He didn't care. He's like—I mean, growing up at Narrabeen, if you dropped in on anyone, you'd, you'd get um, smoked. So he just didn't care. He was just like—you know—he kind of smiled and and then just just sort of—he t- actually kicked out. And uh, and I was like, "Wow, that's pretty amazing!" Like to see that. So and then that's how he is. That's what I realised how he is his whole life. He's just real, super quiet, and he's generous in the surf and yeah he's a he's a great guy to surf with because he's just he's just out having fun you know so it's not no it's never he's never stressed out or hassling anybody so i've, I've never seen a surfer with so many male groupies oh really so, yeah there's, there's 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 so many people of a certain age who just lose their shit when they see tom curran is that really yeah, was, yeah. <clears throat> he came i was staying with uh jim banks one time in hawaii and uh, had a little jam session and and tom came over and was jamming in, in his um very esoteric way of playing guitar. Yeah. And um, people, people, guy came over and gave him a guitar. He goes, ah, Tom, ah, I'd be so stoked if he gave him a guitar. Yeah. Like, weird, weird shit. There's so many groupies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's, inter- you know, he's an interesting guy. Like he's, you know, I guess that it all goes with the, the culture too. Yeah. <laughs> that he hey, so, so sorry. <laughs> well, just you know, he's embracing the surfing culture in full effect, so people tap into that. You know, he's he's very he's really he's a man of the people, really. Like like he's not. Do you know what I, you know what I mean by that? Like what you're talking about. He will sit down and hang out with anybody. He doesn't care. Like he's play music with anyone. He'll surf with anybody. He's not. A, I don't see him as any kind of like sort of superstar. But you know what I'm saying, man? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, so um, so so beyond Litmus, um, did you make any money from it? Because I know there's I don't know twelve hundred and fifty book DVD sets. I don't think 
many people have seen it yet, Derek. Really? There's, they're two hundred and ten dollars a piece, and I think everyone's checking one. They're not that. They're, <laughs> Are they two hundred and ten dollars for the for the book DVD? They should be. I'm sure, like, they're two hundred and ten. Did I did I read nah, that wrong? No, nah, they're hundred. <laughs> oh, that's 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 really yeah. messed up my my calculations. Yeah. So one thousand two hundred and fifty books. I actually had yeah. you making quarter of a million dollars. So I guess yeah. it's only one hundred and twenty-five k. So have you, yeah, but, but have you yeah. rated me 125k yet? No, 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 we're not. It's not, it's, it's interesting. It's not selling like hotcakes, which, um, yeah. <laughs> it should. I mean, everyone who surfs and who has even a vague interest in, um, well, it ca- it's comes with a book, you know, like the book. No one can uh, read anymore though. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's funny because the book, you know, the film's one thing, but the books, the book's got all the, all of the small, you know, was it? Is it metadata? Is that what small stuff is? No, meta's meta's big. Big. Mate. Oh well, what's the little one? Microdata. <laughs> Microdata. All right. yeah. Well, it is big data because it's like the full history. So, the book's got. I mean, you know, well, there's. A, I think there's a twenty thousand word interview with Derek in the book. So, Jesus. Yeah. Who trans- I mean, it, who transcribed that? I did. <laughs> And then I, I mean, like, yeah, go to what do you want to say? I mean, this thing should be selling in the coronavirus apocalypse when people have nothing but nothing but time. This yeah. is the moment for Beyond Litmus, right? I would have thought so. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it, we're not done yet with the apocalypse. The apocalypse has just started. I love that yeah. I'm in black. I love oh, I'm you're in blackface right oh, now, Charles. I know. I need to turn lights on. <laughs> <laughs> Sunset in Cardiff. Yeah. Hey, Chaz, yeah. why do you turn the lights on? Long Tom, Yeah, you wrote eloquently, as you always do, uh, on Beyond Litmus. You described it as an immersive psychedelic trip of a movie focused yeah. as much on the humanness of becoming yeah. and the nuances of history than the performance mm-hmm. of riding a wave. So, so yeah. talk to me about how it touched you. Well, actually, just thinking about it now, actually, what I remember most is the book and the 20,000-word interview with Derek and... You know, I had that book beside my bed and I was sort of reading it first thing in the morning and before I went to sleep. And I don't know, I'm just a total Derek junkie. So I was just sort of like, it was just tripping me out. I was sort of feeding all these psychedelic dreams at night. So that's probably where that prose came from. I can't even remember writing it, but it must have just popped up as a result of, you know, reading this this extended interview with Derek where he's just riffing on everything. Um you know, and he's always got some, I seem like it was funny. Andrew said he was, he was an opportunist and I guess he is, but he's also, I think he's just a classic contrarian where there's just whatever's going on. He'll sort of take the opposite point of view and, and, and create this brilliant argument for it, which makes you just like, Oh wow. Okay. Never thought of it like that. So what was the question? I didn't answer the question. <laughs> no, you, you, answered, you answered in a roundabout way. But you also but you also wrote about Beyond Litmus, and this is quotation marks, if nothing else, it exists as a document to remind us of the value of our own freedom. Yeah. So that which resonates now. So tell me about the value of freedom for you for surfers right now. Are you surfing when, where, how? How are you feeling? Yeah, yeah. Look, I'm surfing every day and I'm lucky because you know, I've set my whole life up so I can go surfing and, and luckily I've got all these breaks. Like if I threw a rock off my front porch, I'd land in the lineup at Lennox Point. So if it goes to like just walking only, then I'm just walking back and forth to one of the best waves in the world. So <laughs> I haven't been surfing it except in the dark because I want to stay away from the crowd. So I've just been, I've been surfing every day. So 
I haven't really had my freedoms impinged upon too much. It's, it's a, it's, um, you know, it's something I think about for other people. And I think, well, you know, if they couldn't go surfing, they're probably really suffering and hurting right now. But for me, I'm just, I'm out there every day, but trying not if, to take the piss. If I, th- if I threw a rock out my window, I'd hit a fucking cop patrolling the streets. <laughs> Fuck me. Couple of, just see Bondo right now, just fat cunts just patrolling the grass and has to people. Have you been to, have you been totally beach, Derek? Are you um, done? Well, this morning I got up at, you know, pretty much nighttime. Yeah. Go surfing, but the, the, the swell disappeared. So backpackers getting bashed up there. Backpackers. The any backpackers getting bashed at Bondi, or is there an anti-backpacker feeling? Or oh god, any, all this sort of backlash and can't surf, and it's yeah. funny because um, this is the thing I was going to ask Chaz about. But uh, you know, in America, people are falling into two camps. Yeah, Joel Tudor camp, like fuck it, yeah. let's let's ride it out. Yeah. Just kind of Sweden, you know. Yeah, yeah. All the uh, Ken Collins skin dog camp, where yeah. you're just fucking sitting inside your house. Waiting yeah. to die of a virus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, where, yeah, where, yeah. where do you fall? Do Sweden, you think we should Swedish. all hide, hiding out? You're no. Swedish. <clears throat> I'm Swedish, totally. What about you, Chad? You Swedish? Parents are Swedish, so. Sorry. I'm, I'm, Is that chess? I mean, if I have to do another podcast, yeah. I'm going to die. I've had to do so <laughs> many damn podcasts. Just because everybody's locked inside and calling for podcasts, and so I'll do a podcast. But fuck, so I mean, it's gonna come off really bad. But please breathe the corona on me, just so I can have it and just die at this point. I just want to yeah. die yeah. at this point in this apocalypse, right, Andrew? Um, uh, me. <laughs> You know what? No, no, man. <laughs> I mean, it's it's hard for me because fucking my life's not that hard, to be honest. So, is that your dog, Chaz? No, that is your dog, Andrew. No, it's not my, my dog. dog. My, my dog. dog. My dog doesn't bark. Yeah, it's my dog. <laughs> <laughs> fucking rescue dog cost me two hundred bucks at the vet the other day. I'm sure I'm, I'm waiting for the coronavirus too. I feel like I'm an I feel like I'm an I'm an Anzac yeah. in the trenches. Mm-hmm. Ready for the whistle to go fucking fight Johnny Turk. Yeah. And the whistle just doesn't get blown. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, you're just sitting there. I want, to, I, want to, I want to get it. I want to ride through it. I want to suffer. And then I'm good. Then yeah. I'm good for, yeah. for eternity until the next Chinese pandemic. Hey, yeah. Derek, your, Derek do, yeah. do, do you reckon, you know where the cops are? Right? Hmm. Do you reckon the because the cops are giving out fines to everyone, right? Yeah, it's, it's like Christmas. They're like clubbies. Well, do, do you reckon that they're doing that because Morrison's just fucking in that much debt now because of all the money he's got to hand out because people aren't working do you reckon that's what's going on no i did i did the sums and um it's funny because uh, patrolling in mackenzie's bay yesterday were um four security guards but backpackers who obviously can't get jobs now so it's good for it was good friday yesterday so you're on 50 bucks an hour so the backpackers are the security yeah yeah so <laughs> and, this, and, this, and this is the wildest thing there was this um a um i um, thought about getting a job as a security guard actually yeah. It's a great job. Yeah. It's very interesting to meet some great people. But um, yeah, so there's these uh, four, <laughs> four backpacker chicks as uh, security, all looking at their phones. They're like those stop yeah. go chicks, you know? Yeah. And then um, this um, Muslim couple walked past, Muslim because the chick yeah. had a Shador on. Yeah. And she goes, are you guys from around here? Yeah. <laughs> and the, I couldn't believe it. So yeah. you couldn't go surfing those fences and some people... This Muslim yeah. couple, Muslim. I can't believe. Oh, do you go? I mean, fuck this chick from the north of England asking yeah. someone who's clearly from about ten k's away. 
these people go, we yeah. we've been coming here for years to go walking. Yeah. It's it's a wild to say. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. But the cop, but yeah, to get to your point, the cost of having cops patrolling and hassling everybody. I think mm. yesterday in New South Wales they find 46 people a grand each so they made 46 grand uh, okay so I, I i don't think there's enough um income in it to um to have that, well that's just like 1600 bucks isn't it for a for a if you how the fuck do they determine it right like because to like i've got my glass this is so weird like my glass lives like right on the border like new south wales queensland so for me to get my surfboards to him, I have to drive to his house on a Sunday and give them <laughs> to him, so he can then take them up to Queensland to glass them on the on for the following week. And they're pulling you over, and I was just like, "What the fuck do I do?" You know. So I put my I put my like order sheets up in the top part of the window <laughs> to go. It's my job, you know, like because <laughs> I don't know what to fucking do. Like I really don't know what's going to happen. You know. well, well, people in Sydney, what they do now is because because it's you know it's 25, 26 degrees. It's beautiful, beautiful weather, and people are laying on the grass. And they see the cops, and they start doing leg raises and sit ups and shit. Exercise because you're allowed to exercise. Exercise, yeah. yeah. But you can't, but you can't go surfing because you'll have um, yeah. you'll have British backpackers hassling you. But so you can surf. You can <laughs> surf. Though, can you surf, Derek? Um, well, you can't access the beach from any kind of normal way. And and there's a new sign put at Mackenzie's yesterday was beach closed and water closed. So they've closed the water. And some people think that the um, life, lifeguards and, and police only have rights to the high water mark, the high tide mark. Right. But then you have New South, in New South Wales, you have New South Wales Maritime who can come by on a boat and, um, and ping you for the money. But what, like, uh, why have they done it? That's what I don't understand. It's just the optics, it's the moral police because um, it just looks bad. You know, the rest of the world, people are dying in New York and they're dying in the... Lombardy region in Italy and in uh, Madrid and whatever. And this looks bad that Australians are having a hell of time at the beach, you know. Oh. And um <laughs> yeah. and you know, you shoot everything with a long lens. It looks like people are fucking sitting on each other's shoulders. Yeah, yeah. Which is, which is absurd. So it's just yeah, the morality police. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's the it's the it's the morality police. It's um it's pretty well. They, they are in they they are sitting on each other at D bar though. Like you should go on that. Go on the D-bar cam every morning and there's like still hundreds of people sitting on top of each other. I'd, fuck, I'd fucking sit on anybody right now to go surfing. Jesus. I mean, but that's, but like, couldn't you paddle out of D-bar anywhere in the world right now and claim, hey, guys, I have coronavirus, FYI, please move <laughs> away from me and you surf could. anywhere you want alone? Yeah, well, you could, but the cops... They, Who cares about the know. cops? Yeah, I, I mean, know. if you're, if you're, if you're, this is what I like. This is the, to me, the yeah, grand that, moment in history where localism takes yeah. back hold, totally. right? Fully, fully, yeah, 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 yeah. How, and how are how are surfers not like saying either I have coronavirus or I maybe am a non-symptomatic carrier or whatever, right? And just owning this moment for yeah. relocalizing. This is the moment in history where every braid gets re relocalized. No? Yeah. It is. It is down here. It is getting relocalized. Which yeah. is beautiful, right? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, from my perspective, it is. <laughs> I'm trying not to but, gloat over it. But... but what if you're not a local anywhere? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's exactly right. Like me. Like, I'm not a local anywhere. So. I'm a local. I'm an Oregonian. I'm a local nowhere. But that's what, you I, can that's still... what I'm saying. I'm not a local anywhere. So what the fuck do I do? <laughs> You you play local. This is the time where you white face Tom Curran and you dance local like you belong, right? 
Yeah, I do that. I do that everywhere I surf. So. <laughs> exactly. Yes. That's the damn thing. The non yeah. the non local like real honest to goodness surfers. I mean, this is fish in a barrel right now, right? That's interesting. Like definitely. <laughs> what, what they, yeah, it's definitely interesting. Have you been getting so, out there, Andrew? Um. Yeah. Yeah. I go out. Just yeah. seagulls and that. Um, no, no, definitely not there. Like that, I was there the other week and there were 60 people out. I actually yeah. <laughs> couldn't believe it, mate. I did, I did what Chaz said. I paddled like about a hundred meters out further. So I wouldn't have to be in their line of whatever they had. So, cause there could have been 60 people with the virus, like in the sweep was coming from the South. So I thought, well, I need to go way out. <laughs> so. But don't, don't you want to get don't you want to get the virus and just, just let's, see what it's let's just get it let's just it. all get it then we're then we're immune yeah. no no you're we're not. not immune but no, who cares? You're not. i've been it's reading I've been, I've been reading some stuff and apparently you're not immune so but i've been reading some more stuff that, that... <laughs> 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 but i think i think that vodka ginger cures that's, the virus that, well, that's what my mom said my mom <laughs> My mum told my brother, she's like, you can drink as much vodka as you want now because it kills the virus. You can drive around drinking vodka because they can't um, breath test you anymore. Like, That's right. It's done. It's a wrap. Yeah. It's, they're, so, they're, <laughs> serve, they're serving to-go liquors in yeah. like paper, yeah, paper cups. So the cops pick you up now and they go, what are you doing? Go, I'm, not, I'm just going to work out. This <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, sir. Keep, keep carrying on. Oh, sir, you dropped your bottle of vodka. Yeah, and you're in, you're in California, so you're smoking weed and you're drinking vodka. Like, yeah. that's it. I just have this. And you don't have to worry about fixing the planes anymore because they don't fly. So no, nobody flies. <laughs> Nothing's happening. I'm gonna. St- what's what's the good point in Malibu? Is it first point or oh, first third point. point? Is first point good? All of it's good, isn't it? The first first point's the Bali bit, isn't it? I don't even know, but I'm going to go surf whatever the good point of Malibu is. Uh, not tomorrow, but the next day. Do it at at uh, f- totally. Which how many times could I do that in my life? Right, I, dude, I'd be doing it. That's like it's only pouring rain here, but oh, it just cleared. So uh, literally two days, I'm gonna go surf the good point in Malibu. I wouldn't even think twice. Or, yeah, but, and uh, I'll crowdfund the fun. I'm, oh, I'm gonna get fucked. Whatever. <laughs> It's worth it. <laughs> Derek, how, how much is it in, in America? Because I'm just just worried because Beach yeah. will probably have to pay for it. So, <laughs> I think it's a thousand. I think theoretically it's a thousand. But I could, I we feel get, like you can also... get eight stories out of it, which you probably can. You better. Yeah, I mean, oh, it's a good ten stories. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know when you're surfing the that that end bit in Malibu, right? Mm. Yeah, and you can shoot the pier. How far away from the lineup is the pier? Like you can't, you, you the, can't, you can't shoot the pier. You saw the jet boat come around. <laughs> Not a Malibu. No, you, you, you like, can I can't no, follow you in there. That's that's Huntington, mate. And then you, you can. No, you Malibu's got a pier, hasn't it? Yeah, but the swell needs to be about sixty foot if you're going to yeah, shoot. Yeah. It's about it's about twenty thousand leagues deep underneath that pier. <laughs> yeah. But hey, once Chad, you're in that pier, you're safe, right? They won't be able to get you under there. Well, I mean, the SCP guy tried to escape via the pier. It was too slow. He didn't he didn't he wasn't quick enough like if you just went straight for the pier and went under it then you could just go back and forth under that pier all day and all night they'd never get you hey chaz, chaz i reckon ride the biggest piece of shit you've ever ridden in your life right that's hard 
ditch it, uh, like get in yeah. the way, ditch it, and fucking bolt, and you'll make yeah. it. Yeah, you'll swim, swim, swim back to San Diego. Where the cops aren't and just bolt and you yeah. run up the hill somewhere. Take all your clothes off and bolt. I mean, that's it. I just, yeah, bail the board. Bail I'll the board. Bail, strip bail down. My, my Tom Curran-shaped back-to-front fish and so, be gone. Yeah, well, you don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, work. hey, Steve. Hey, Steve. Just, um, just, in, just to, um, I guess to, um, to prove your argument, Jazzy yeah. just, James just showed me that um, Laird Hamilton did shoot the pier at Malibu yeah. when, when it was 120 feet. 120 yeah. feet. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so where's the next 120 foot swell in Malibu? Ooh, far away. Some Monday. Is it Monday? Some Monday. Yeah. Oh, I'm so there. Monday. 120 foot on Monday. You got to shoot the pier. And... I'm, I'm so there. Yeah. Jazz is the new Laird Hamilton. There's hey, hey. Yeah. And then like flights guns. are free. Long time. Flights are basically free. Yeah. Come on over and okay. shoot the pier. All right. It'll be like point break. Yeah. Like Similar last, ending, huh? The last scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Long Tom, you wrote about the pandemic destroying surfboard shapers, even the best. Yeah. Johnny Cabianca, who makes the yeah. best boards with the Gabriel boards that I ride, do you ride? Yeah, yeah. Now, he's, now he's fixing things. Yeah. So, what's, what's your take? What's going to happen? God, there's going to be a shakedown, isn't there? I mean, uh, you know, it's hard to say. I mean, <clears throat> you'd have to think guys like him would be okay. But I mean, what what, what if the Pro Tour implodes? What if what if that's it for the WSL? Well, the Pro Tour the has imploded. Chaz wrote, wrote a story just before. The rumor. The tour's over. 50 yards yeah. and it's a wrap. Yeah. From a good yeah. source. Yeah. A yeah. good yeah. source. Well, you'd have to think wrong. so. 95% of the time, but still, <laughs> at 5%, 5% correctness. You, you would, yeah. be, you would okay. be crazy to start that tour back up again. I mean, I think that's honestly it. I think it's a yeah, I think you it's, would be crazy. Like It's a it's a wrap. Like, Australia is the money leg, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You lose Australia, and then what yeah. do you got? You only it's, have... It's bankrolled. Yeah. And we've spent all that money. Yeah, we just that's spent it. $130 billion. We didn't have another couple of meals. So when the WSL comes cap in hand to the government next year and say, hey, we want our, you know, our $10 million for the Gold Coast comp, they're just going to say, sorry, you're on well, your own. I remember you writing about it, Steve. What, what does Australia put into the contest per year? Yeah, look, I've, been, I've made so many phone calls and requests to try and get the numbers. The closest I've ever got was I spoke to an official in the WA government and he told me that they bankrolled it to the tune of about 50%. That was the, that's the closest I've ever got to an actual number. So I think it costs, what's the cost to put on a CT event? I think it's about five or 6 million, isn't it? Yeah, so, it's, five, yeah. so, so it's, so it's, let's assume it's 2.5 million per event. Yeah. In so Australia. we're talking millions. Yeah. You know, so, so say each comp is, I would say that they would be bankrolling it. Each, each tourism department, you know, the, the Queensland and the Victorian and the WA would be throwing in two or three million each, which is about half the cost of the event. Which is, which probably, I mean, in terms of WSL, yeah. fully seeds their bottom line, right? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Like for the That's, rest of the year. So who's paying yeah. for that, Steve? The taxpayer? Yeah. So we're, yeah. we're like essentially like, cause I don't give a fuck about it. Like I'm paying to have my beach closed. For Correct. Two weeks. 
Andrew, when was the last time you paid tax? Let's let's be real. <laughs> Serious? I fucking paid it yesterday. <laughs> was that was that GST or income tax? Fucking everything, mate. Well, my book, the, the books, the books. You know, you just. Well, I know you made a quarter of a million dollars on. Yeah. Well, well you just did the math on my fucking books. So Jesus. Like, yeah. I hope the ATO is not listening. You're get Lucrative slam, bro. Andrew, oh. Andrew, Andrew, I want to get your take on surfing today beyond COVID, etc. Because you hold strong opinions about the whole thing. Tell me, are you an Eric Logan WSL man or do your taste swing further left? <laughs> to what? Go like <laughs> surfing by myself. I don't know. Because you, 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 I, I know you're a man with strong opinions. And there's the. Um, there's the I, I did like personally, W, it's a, it's, a, it's a waste of time. Like, <laughs> it, well, I know it. I mean, That's I'm. Funny. Well, like I'm like everybody, like I want to see great surfing and and I do reckon we have seen it in competitions over the years, but it's just it's just so badly done. I mean, you know that, Chaz. Like you the things I hear you talking about, like what you're proposing, what they should be doing is it's way more sensible than what the, what they're doing. So I don't I don't I like I don't even know the numbers they should be doing. I'm such a stupid asshole who's just a contrarian throwing shit against the wall. It's taken yeah. a long time who actually know, who actually knows what the tour probably should actually be. Yeah, it's just long not, time? I mean to me it's just mm-hmm. not it's not entertaining. Like you're watching it for entertainment. You kind of you are and it's not But it's en- it's it's entertaining to shit on for me. Yeah, I know, but that's the entertaining <laughs> part. That's actually yeah. the only entertaining part is like having a laugh afterwards, but But, but then I also I read, know. I mean honestly the best surf riding i've read for the last two years have been long tom's take on the tour sure and so so his take on this whole thing right there there's something happening where it's sure it's easy for me to shit um it's also easy for me to shit thankfully i don't have the covid yet and (laughs) i i still have toilet paper but sticking i mean yeah steve there's something good happening in the tour right uh yeah there is i mean the fact that you can actually create what, out of that thing what makes is it? What's, good, good. what's good about it yeah i don't know i i don't i don't think about this all the time and to me it's just <clears throat> it's just something that human beings do so i find it interesting and it's it's just something that i've just yeah it could, it's a trouble it just could be so much better like it's so it could be so much better. It's so monotonous. It's so monotonous. That's the problem with it. Like they're all. But then, if it was so much better, I probably wouldn't have anything to write about. No, you would. You'd have more things to write about because it was because it'd be better. You know, yeah. like if they wrote, like for example, right? If they wrote different surfboards, right? Like say the, you know, what it was like in the seventies and eighties, right? Everyone was like pushing design, trying to write different boards, whatnot. Yeah, yeah. If they wrote, if they did try and write different surfboards to try to like to to make themselves look different as surfers. Yeah. Some of the wipeouts would be unbelievable. Like, yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you know what I'm talking about? Like guys yes, yeah. guys trying to make a different sort of surfboard work at Chopu or Pipeline. I mean, Mason Ho is doing it. He's riding different boards and he's definitely pushing the ground at Pipe. So, yeah. you know, but then he won't, you know, it's such a, it's such a minuscule thing that if he doesn't get two waves, he misses out on getting through, you know? Yeah. So it's yeah, kind yeah, of, yeah. I totally agree. I totally agree. But I do think, and I, I haven't been able to um, keep pace with him because the internet's not working here, but I do think that the WSL is just wasting this crisis big time. Do you, do you think, Chaz? 
Oh my goodness, are you kidding They're me? Wasting this cost so badly. This is their moment. They they yeah. oh repivoted. Can you still hear me? Sorry. I yeah. just got so excited that I <laughs> <a> swastika <laughs> behind you on the bedspread there. But they repivoted to a content organization, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is the moment where content is the only thing that matters. And the best they can serve up yeah. is reruns of tour yeah. Yeah. events. Are you watching it? No, how are you? <laughs> no, I've watched a second I mean, of it. I literally, I, I, was, I was on today to find what the contest was that theoretically would restart, which was Brazil, because yeah. I can never remember the actual structure of it. I yeah. mean, of the when stuff happens. So I clicked on today, and there was some like, oh, come watch the new Rewind, which is yeah. bells at some point. I think, yeah. why the fuck would anyone want to watch Rewind? Like, yeah. unless it's Tom Kern at bells, yeah. it, was, it was some random bells, right? Where, yeah. So they have that, they, and they have Chris Cote. If that's what you're offering yeah. up, God bless <clears throat> Chris Cote. I'm not yeah. clicking on him ever. Yeah. And then... I've heard that they're offering, this is the best, that they're offering, and from people who have been offered the contracts, I mean, so it's fully legit, where they're offering uh, content deals. Andrew, have you gotten one? Have they come to you? I don't think they totally have. I don't think they'll be coming to me. <laughs> For sure. So what are they, sorry, sorry, talk me through the deal. What, what, what's the deal? What are they, so are they, they offering? To buy. So the, it is so onerous. It's like that they buy, they own all your content and yeah. you basically pay them to have their content uh, or you pay them to have your content on their platform because theoretically- You pay them. Like, you pay them. It's like- What a deal. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like this, You pay it, them. Yeah, it's like the big music festivals. So you know, you know the big music festivals. What they do with all the new bands, right? Is that you got to pay to go and play at these festivals because you might become. It's a, might, it's exactly that. It's yeah, a, yeah. it's the, it's we have the platform. We it's have the WQS a, model. Yeah. That's it. They they leverage. Yeah. Fucking it's, genius. It's, it's pay to play, <laughs> and hey, you pay us to yeah. share your content, and so they've done it with yeah, uh, at least three. Totally legit. I don't even drop stinking Surfer Magazine as a come pay to play with Surfer Magazine. Yeah. I'm waiting for the email. I mean, you should just just tell them, just email them tomorrow, Andrew, and say, hey, I'm so happy to pay you guys. But hang on, hang on, Chaz, just just (laughs) a second. It's a two hour Instagram post, though. Just take the opposite side of the argument. So, why in God's name would anyone take up that deal? Like, Nobody should. Nobody should. People may yeah. feel. I think. Yeah, but what's, only, what's the theoretical benefit? Like, what are they the, selling? The theoretical would be that a Facebook following and an Instagram yeah. following actually yeah. equals something. Right. Which, okay. I mean, I think people and hopefully people will listen to this and realize that doesn't equal anything, right? Like all of that is pay to play too. I mean, yeah. the tears of getting your stuff seen is so deep, where. Fucking WSL, if they, it's just, it's asinine. And so hopefully people go back to them. And I truly hope that Surfer and the rest of them get good deals uh, from the WSL. But that would be the, it would be the WSL dangling. We have this much engagement, this much viewership. But yeah. thinking, I mean, Beach Grit, you silly little Beach Grit. 
absolutely crushes all of them in in at least Clex, which yeah. five, five times bigger, five hundred percent. Yeah. And if we're not chasing chasing Clex, what are we chasing? Like <laughs> that's, right? Yeah. You know, what you know what happens when I go on the beach group now? I've got to spend about an hour clicking to stop all those things coming up. Mm, pots of gold, brother. Um, those, things, just... those things are pots of gold. Every yeah, time you just... click, even yeah, you I click know. it up, pot of gold. I know that. That's why I click it to, to get, get your money. But I just be like, I'm like, holy shit, here's another one. I'm trying to click it. It's the shit of shit. It's pretty we're funny. Terrible. We're terrible. But we're yeah. surviving the apocalypse, theoretically. I'm, back. I'm backing it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's interesting funny. though <clears throat> sorry it's interesting though if you compare like what the wsl is doing to what the ufc is doing so they're trying to get their own little private island where I they can that. run their run their sport you know and you'd think well that'd just be a no-brainer for the wsl to do something like that wouldn't it so this is exactly exactly what i cried about today earlier on one of the 10 podcasts i've done today yeah is how in the this is surfing yeah. We have this island. It's called yeah. Tavarua. Yeah. And you could fly on a... We have a billionaire. His name is yeah. Dirk Ziff. Yeah. You could fly the 20... I mean, who would you want to see on Tavi, right? It'd be Kelly. Yeah. John John. John John. Bobby Martinez. Oh, see? Take a wild cards in there. Beautiful, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. you could fly 10 of the funnest surfers out there. Stick in Tom Curran, Andrew Kidman. On the mics, right? Yeah. Where mm -hmm. all of a sudden it is totally self-isolating. You have yeah. it, you're yeah. in a place in the middle of the Pacific. Right. I mean, yeah. How are you? How is stinking Joe Rogan with UFC, which is the most in-your-face, socially non-isolating sport ever, yeah. beating surfing at its own game? Surfing yeah. is essentially, especially man-on-man -man heats. Yeah. Unless, unless Gabriel Medina, you couldn't invite Gabriel Medina because he would refuse to self-isolate in the yeah. lineup. He would get right up in your social distancing, wouldn't he? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Hasn't right. that rule already been bought in, though, prior to the virus? Didn't they already? No, that's the, that's, that's the drop-in rule when you can um, fuck someone by dropping in. Oh, yeah, and, but um... wasn't there another one in before where you can't get up in people's grill? Like, they, did, they put another rule in to stop him? That might have been the Zeke rule, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was, actually. That was the Zeke rule, not the, not the Gabriel rule. But how beautiful would be the social distancing rule now that WSL could implement as you cannot get within six feet of another surfer. It would it would cut Gabriel's whole game. Yeah. Hey, it's it, funny, it, you're, you're talking about um, UFC and, and um, Dana White and whatever going to getting their own private island. But um, Jazia, this guy, he, um, he pointed out that he was actually trying to get it to happen at the Tachi Palace Hotel in Lamore, California. That's right. And that name is um, pretty familiar to all of us, isn't it? Yes. But then Disney, so he was going to have it basically at Kelly's way for was going to have the UFC. Yeah. Kelly, what a slap in the face that is. Yeah. Slap in the face that the UFC was going to run it at Kelly's way for. Yes. Then, the, then the Disney exec shut him down and he um, yeah. just had to, had to go back to his house in Malibu and shoot the pier. You know yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so, so Jazzy, who's a UFC fan, he's telling me that um, Dana White is telling that Disney to shove their deal in their ass. And so he's gonna he's gonna go alone. What? I mean, it's it, it's it's such Love a brilliant move talk. right now. So good. That's what they need. Maverick. Yeah, and then Maverick. We need Mavericks in this in this fucking. I, we, I don't we don't need skin dizzles. We need Joel Tudors. I mean, imagine imagine Joel Tudor charging Mavericks in skin dizzles in skin dizzles 
eyeballs. In his yeah, on his beginner board, be. huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, let's. Uh, we're gonna wrap this. So uh, we're gonna finish with everyone's top five films, yeah. surf themed or not. Yeah. So, um, Andrew, did can we just do the real thing, or was this a practice? No, this is this is this is real. This is. Right. Uh, this I thought is this was the practice. The fuck would be. What's the what's the podcast called, Derek? What's yeah, it's called Dirty Water. <laughs> dirty Water. <laughs> but 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 this water. this. This foursome is going to be on every single week, and it's just going to be an absolute shit show every week. I've never, I've never heard so much dribble. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, so, Andrew, so Andrew, I want you to give me your uh, top five films, surf themed or not. It's up to you. You're a, right. you're a master. I got, I got him. I got him here. I got um. I got free ride, obviously, Steve. Mm-hmm. I got uh, Pacific Vibrations. Like you guys know that one, yeah. That's the that's the transsexuals in Tahiti, isn't it? That's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Crystal Voyager, that's like people. that guy's without saying. Yeah, butt plugs. Uh, Crystal Voyager, what is it? Yeah, Crystal <laughs> butt plugs. <laughs> sorry, sorry, go on. I try to read this other one. Uh, Big Wednesday, like, because it's you know it's topical right now because you can't surf there. And um, No Country for Old Men, that's my favorite. Mm. That's my favorite film, probably. I keep watching it. It's, I've got it on. Uh, I've got it on record, and I just keep going back to it. <laughs> is, that you, is, that is that because it's kind of creepy out there in Mullumbimby, wherever you are? Uh, I don't know why. I don't. I just. I don't know why. I mean, the book's pretty amazing, but the film. Are you a, are are you a Corm, Cormac McCarthy in general? Yeah, but yeah, most of it. Some of it. Some of it. I mean, the road. I don't see the point really. Escape the, like, escape the zombies jesus yeah i know but it's like i mean I, yeah, I, to the point of escaping well he doesn't <laughs> but, he's, but he's very brave i mean the writing you know the writing's pretty amazing i guess but yeah no i, lo- I like his work so. well long tom do you want to tell me yeah. uh your five films yeah yeah i'm not really fully prepped because i thought we were only practicing so uh, look, um i'll like say apocalypse me. apocalypse now with 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 one big caveat which is the not the redux, not the current director's cut, but the the one that was shown in the cinemas and in whenever it was released, nineteen seventy eight or something. In France, the, that one. Apocalypse. In <laughs> Did <France>. you tell you And I've actually been to that spot, Charlie's Point, and surfed it. It's a little, it's a little peak in a place oh. in the Philippines. It's a little river mouth, and I've and I've actually surfed it. Wow. Oh. So, so America invaded the wrong country. Yeah, <laughs> I went to the Philippines to stop the North Vietnamese invading South Vietnam. Jesus! All right, I walked up the beach. It's about it's about five kilometer walk from the nearest little village, nearest town, and you walk up and you can surf it by yourself. And on the way back, I stopped by this little hut, and there was all these guys in there drinking, and I and I went in there and got this mad drinking session with them. And the old guy uh-huh. tried to adopt me. He said, I'm, "You're my son now," so I got adopted at Charlie's Point by a Filipino grandfather. That's a beautiful story. Yeah. So what are the other, what are the other four films? Um, oh, say Morning of the Earth. Um, number four. Number three, Storm Riders. Number two, Litmus. Number one, Breathless. Mm. Nice. It's funny because you, you mentioned Storm Riders and um, yeah. I just finished the Andy Martin book about Ted Deerhurst. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the British Lord, the Viscount, who died, I think, in 1997. Um, in uh, very odd circumstances, and yeah. uh, and he he has a sequence in Storm Riders with that great yes, Jimmy and the Boys song. I don't want to yeah. walk and talk like everybody else. Yeah. But yeah. did you know that 
um, and this is, um, I don't think Andy uh, Martin will get to set foot in Hawaii again, but did you know that he was, uh, you know, probably murdered in his bathtub at the, at the Kui Lima? Is that no, right? Hmm. Yeah, Andrew, I thought you, that might make you the least perk up. I knew so him. Was, <laughs> I, I knew Ted a little bit, eh? So. so why was he murdered? What did he do? So, so the story goes that he was fucking his chick Lola from uh, oh, Femme yeah. Nude in Honolulu, yeah. the, the nudie club, who was the yeah. girlfriend of, of a person who was connected to, um, to a club. And, um, and he didn't um, maintain social distancing rules. Yeah. And, <laughs> and he was, and they found him, it's classic, he was found in the bath like an upside down black yeah. eyes and bleeding and uh and you know it was um they they recorded it as a seizure right yeah i actually as had the was. opposite story of seizure. that i had a a girlfriend who was a femme nude dancer and she <clears throat> also took up with this north shore lifeguard who ended up dead in a bathtub but overdose <laughs> oh jeez was she going out with did she going out with the dead lifeguard when she's going out with you because that doesn't yeah seem there was nice. quite a few guys she was going out with anyone with two bucks on yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll, 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 before I go to Chaz, because Chaz can uh, finish it off. But what, what's Breathless? What's that? It's uh, a sort of it's a French film, Jean Luc Godard. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, with all the jump cuts. Yeah. What is it? I haven't seen it. So. Oh, it's the New Vague stuff. It's the. Is it Jean Luc Godard? Huh? Yeah. Oh, okay. Good. I want to see With the Jean Paul Belmondo and they with his chick and they. Uh... Yeah, Jean Seberg, isn't it? Where do you find yeah, it? Yeah. yeah. How do you find it? Um, where would you find it? It's it's on all those odd. You know, you can always find someone who's whacked it on YouTube for free. Yeah, is it old? Is it old film? Or yeah, nineteen sixty-two. Oh wow! Okay, you cool. love it, Andrew. Yeah, you love it. it was it, it was right. it yeah. was Godard's first um first great film, and he filmed. It had no money, and he's filmed it walking around with his little camera and stuff, wearing his amazing persoles and looking wow. cool, looking cool as fuck. You'd love it. It's all handheld and shit. Sounds like you made litmus. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway so my five films uh puberty blues because i'm down in cronulla today Perfect. and i think and i think puberty blues defines the australian 70s 80s surfing experience and, it, and i was 12 or something when it came out and it uh, convinced me to become a surfer jim and, david jim davidson did the airbrushing on those boards so. oh really yeah he's unbelievable the tiger and the yeah incredible you know the one where she's got the tiger board she's walking yeah across. yeah jim davidson did that and that whole and that whole thing in Beauty Blues, where they go surf green hills and wander, and that's epic. And yeah, the cooler you are, the further up the beach you go. Uh, Big Wednesday, you know, just the the passage of time and the and life and marriage and death. Um, mm -hmm. And now, after watching Beyond Litmus again, I'm going to throw it in because I didn't mean to hurt your feelings that I didn't include it with the best documentaries <laughs> the other day. <laughs> I was taking the piss. Like, no, I mean, yeah. I'm taking the piss, but I know I know it hurt your feelings deeply. Yeah, but, I, but, yeah. but it's funny though because when I watched Beyond. Um, Litmus again, the, the stuff of Derek, mate, you know, talking about, you know, riding his bike with his dogs mm. down to go surfing and other people going and having hash joints and, yeah. and they were never going to experience the um, purity. Yeah. The purity of surfing. And, um, and that's something I've always felt like everybody, you know, enjoys drugs to a, a sort of semi degree, but to, but people who lose it to, to give it all to drugs is, yeah. um, is something that kind of moves me uh, busting down the door because just a fucking great story. Ian Cairns driving around with his gun. Sean Thompson. Terrible movie, though. You think so? Yeah. How come? Yeah. Pretty, just don't think Pretty it, static. It just comes across as sort of too much of old guys reliving the glory days. Too, too much ego. Apart from Bug's story when he's telling the story of how he was growing up as a street urchin in Cool and Gatter with That's his mum, you know, and 
and he breaks I'll, down. I will also say Eddie Eddie Rothman hating his time on camera is oh, also man. worthwhile. <laughs> I mean, Eddie totally got tricked into that film, yeah. or told me he did. And re-watching it after, watching his total, like, confusion and yeah. loathing of what's yeah. happening. Uh, <laughs> I gotta watch it. I gotta, I gotta watch in it. In retrospect. Yeah. yeah, watch Eddie in retrospect. Yeah. Imagining yeah. that Eddie got to pitch something from Sean Thompson to say, we're doing a doco on something, and thought, okay, I'll do it. But then was like, wait a second, what is this? Halfway through, and you just see Eddie like, whoa, what? That's not the fucking way it was. Like, it's pretty good. Okay, and so my final film is Sea of Darkness just because of the um, sequences oh, with uh, Peter McCabe. Unbelievable movie. Mm. Because, because, because the drug trafficking and surfing has never been <clears throat> well covered. That and movie is unbelievable. Yeah. That's good. Like, it's as good as it gets. You're right about that. Oblowitz. Oblowitz. I, I shouldn't put Sea of Darkness. I should have put Heavy Water in can there. Can you even get it? No, you shouldn't have put Heavy Water in there. Can, 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 you, can you even get that movie, Derek? Um, people have it. Derek's yeah, probably got it. Yeah, I've got a download of it, so um, I'll send you. I'll, I'll send you the <laughs> transfer of it. You should, why don't you just put it on VeChat? I could for everyone to watch it. It's pretty. Are we, I mean, we all. We at this point, we all. Uh, how many lawsuits are there, Derek? <laughs> oh, is there lawsuits attached to it? I mean, that is, yeah, that's what the whole thing is held up on. But there's, oh. there's various. There's very yeah. It's, there's music, but there's also because um, Martin Daly bought the rights to the film. Okay. So he's he's lawsuit one, Eddie's lawsuit two, music's lawsuit three, and then there's multiple that I don't even know about. <laughs> and right? half, the people, half the people have died in it now too. Even better. I'll, I'll, yeah. redo, I'll redo the music for you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah just just get Garage Band and redo it. It's easy. <laughs> it's funny. I was just, I just Jazzy was asking about momentum generation. I had it in there, mm-hmm. but then it was five. It's like. It just doesn't. It just doesn't quite squeak under the uh, under the wire like Puberty Blues, Big Wednesday, Beyond Limitless, Busting Down the Door. See, Dennis, Chaz, what are your five films? Number one, I mean, I'll start. Five is Sunriders. Have you have you guys seen Sunriders? No. Is it a Christian S- film? S O N Riders, exactly. <laughs> the Christian surf film starring Mike Mike Lambrezi and I've uh, seen it actually. Yeah. Exactly. And who's that guy? Yeah, it's that was the film that blew me away as a young Christian boy. Sunriders, S O N Riders. Uh, yeah. Oh, this is Son of Christ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sunriders. Uh, and then I'm going to go straight non surf films. I know. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm going to go four is honestly Beyond Litmus, which is. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not kidding. kidding? We, we, we just melt when we get in front of real people. Yeah. <laughs> But also getting a, getting anything honest from anybody on film, and I feel I don't know how honest uh, Derek ever is. Not Riley. I, th- I know he's never honest, but uh, I mean Derek is perpetually truly honest. But Derek Hind, like you really feel that you, that you know him, right, from the mm-hmm. film, which is something. I mean, which is <clears throat> something yeah. incredible. Uh, and then number three is Drive. The non-surf film, you know Drive, Derek. You've all seen Drive. Yes, Ryan, Ryan Gosling, isn't it? Ryan Reynolds. Exactly. Oh, that's good. That's a good movie. That's oh, a fine film, right? Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Uh, Driver or Drive? Drive. Have you not seen it long, Tom? No, I haven't. I haven't no, it's pretty I, good. Yeah. I mean, I've, yeah, it's a thing. It's Dutch what's dude. That, what's the word? Like, new art? New... Nouvelle Vague. Cinema, new whatever. Some, yeah, some new way. 
That's what I, it is. I don't know how to say it, but it's that. <laughs> I love Derek's the only French speaker here. So <laughs> even though I downloaded Rosetta Stone over the coronavirus apocalypse and I'm trying to learn French. Le jeune? Oh no. What is it? Le jeune femme? But now though, because the woman is not yellow. I mean, I guess she is now. No, la jeune uh, is the young people. <laughs> oh, yeah. young women. I, was, <laughs> I was trying to say yellow. <laughs> well, that's the that's right. That's the core of all our troubles. Uh, <laughs> yellow people, damn yellow people. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Charlie, you just can't say that in this time and place. It's not a Chinese virus. It may have originated like the last five viruses from China, but it's not a Chinese China. virus. Okay, let's just get this straight. It's not from China, but it's okay. It originated from China, but it's not Chinese. Okay. Can I yes. ask one thing? Because you guys, I don't have to talk to anyone out here. How is it that America has more cases of the virus than China? Because it's all, I mean, China clamped down on whatever reportage. America's whatever it is is weird. None of it is trustable. Is, right? it, the re- is it just the reporting? Is that what you're saying? I mean, I think China reported what they reported. New York is equally reporting what it's reporting. Who the fuck knows? That's what I think. Is like, they'll show what? you. So how come Russia doesn't have anything? That's what I... Precisely because it's superiority of the Russian system, communism. That's what's (laughs) blowing my mind. I mean, I think Russia just thought there's there's no play in this for us, right? Like reporting it and not reporting it. There's no angle for us storytelling. To me, honestly, this is going to come off totally awful, and I'll have the jackboots at my door tomorrow. But this is a storytelling play right now, right? Like everyone's everyone's getting clicks off this damn thing. And so it's how you're angling the clicks. And I don't doubt that the disease obviously is real and that people are dying and all that. But to what extent and to how it's getting played is a click game where I was in stinking Berlin when it was happening. And this was the, I was actually meeting with people from uh, one of Germany's biggest newspapers. This was the biggest hit they yeah. It wasn't Der Spiegel. It was the other one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The sniffing around <laughs> bitch grid. Heck is that? Yeah. But That's this was the biggest, this was the biggest hit they've ever had in the yeah. history. Like mm-hmm. where it was they locked everyone in the office, not yeah. to protect them from coronavirus, to chain them to their computers to write stories because this was it. This is the story. Yeah. Imagine what Germany's gone through. Then mm-hmm. this publication is post-World War II, but barely, right? So imagine fall the Berlin Wall. Mm-hmm. end of world war ii imagine yeah. the things that have happened in europe and yeah. this is by far and away the biggest story yeah. where i know with beach grit once you get addicted to the spike like once you get a shark in your mouth yeah then it's on on right where mm-hmm. you're just writing shark stories all day every day yeah. where yeah i mean to me so coronavirus is a story of the media yeah. and it's awful all of this derek you can cut all of this at the end yeah, I think you had a couple more movies to go. What'd you get up to? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I lost track Sorry, of I just want to ask. I just was interested. Yeah, that's a good, good question. I mean, how's Australia? 54 stiffs. It's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 54. Done. Yeah. How old were yeah. they? Oh, um, 100, yeah. every, 100, 100 plus. Yeah. All with, all with lung cancer. <laughs> that's horrible. But yeah. Uh, I, love, I love how Andrew never sees anybody at his property. Just, he just sees them through the sights of his gun. <laughs> Ooh, wee, look like I got myself a Jew. Oh, are you an immigrant boy? Show me your hat. Yeah. 
So sorry, yeah. Chad, it's got a couple of films to go. I'm, I'm only going to go one more, which is James Bond's Goldfinger. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I mean, I've watched Gold, Gold, the, I got the seven-year-old daughter on Gold, or on James Bond, and we watched Gold, looped Goldfinger. And when we were flying, we went to Europe to shred the coronavirus apocalypse. And on the plane back home, uh, they had the James Bond suite on there. She could she could have picked from anything. All the Disney crap, she looped Goldfinger the entire way back, even though she'd already seen it. So Goldfinger is going number one. So what Who's was Bond two? in that? <laughs> you missed it's, number it's two. Sean Conn. Connery, yeah. 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 Stricken tired of these people harassing me, Miss Money Penny. <laughs> <laughs> I'll throw a regular litmus in as number two. Do you remember litmus? No. <laughs> I slept all the way through it, just like everybody else. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> it's a narcolepsy dream. <laughs> hey, I wanna I wanna thank everyone for coming on. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks, 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 thank you. That's very That's it. we're done. We're done. Thank you. I actually wanted to ask you a question, but anyway. Yeah, you're going. Ask, ask away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> you said Puberty Blues was your number one film, and it came out when you were 12 or 13 that made you start surfing. Yeah. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I started at the drive-ins. With my, you know, ironically, I started at the drive-ins with my parents, but it wasn't in the back of a panel van <laughs> with the bass. <clears throat> yeah. You know, fucking <laughs> where, virgins where, or anything. Where, where were you, Derek, in West Oz? Yeah, I was living in Perth, Perth. and... Um, it was just another local drive-in, and I said, "Holy shit! This, this is what I want to be. I want to be this tan guy, yeah. rooting chicks in the back of a um, a panel van, and then uh, and going surfing Green Hills." Yeah. Are you and Stuart Bedford Brown related? <laughs> I get it. It's so funny. I used to get mistaken for, for Brownie all the time. You guys just look so similar, eh? And, it's, it's, and he, well, he's from Perth too, so yeah, he's from Cottesloe. But I remember seeing him when I first started surfing, and I'd go to the beach. And and he would he would look like a god when he arrived because he was a great surfer and he'd you know he'd have this old kind of Holden and <clears throat> and cool sunglasses and he was sponsored and um, but I, n- I never realised that I looked like him until Dave McCauley just came up to me and said Brownie Brownie you got to surf your heat mate a burly one day <laughs> and I just sort of said fuck you really don't you really don't want me to surf right now turn <laughs> I, I was conceived on Cottesloe Beach eh? oh really yeah that's the story mm-hmm. no. Did your mum? Did your mum tell the story? Or your dad? Both of them. Oh. <laughs> is, it, is it a love story or is it a um, criminal story? I don't know. Uh, they're still together, or sort of. So. <laughs> yeah. Are they in Narrabeen? Cottesloe. No, no. Are your parents in Narrabeen? No, my, no, no. They they're up here, but um, but they're from Western Australia too, which is kind of. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. They were totally Western Australians. So. Oh, Andrew Kidman conceived at Cottesloe Beach. There you go. I mean, that's, that, that, that's a story for the podcast. Oh, there you, there you go. <laughs> how did, but, but before you go, Andrew, can you, what, how did they describe the story? Did you, is it just simply you were conceived? It was just, I was just like, because they, they moved like, um, like I was born in Canberra, but I wasn't conceived there. Because my, my old man went and worked for the government in Canberra, but, he, but they both came from Western Australia and it was, their first, it was their first big move when they did move to Canberra, so... But I was in my mum's belly, so kind of interesting. That's beautiful. So you sort of West Australian Cam- Canberra. Yeah, well, they, like yeah, well, my dad used to surf with like you know the Pattersons, the the yeah. Jake and um, Ant Man and Paul. So their their old man Mark, like my dad used to go down and hang out with him at, at um, yelling up. Like they used to they used to like take the boats out yelling up and stuff like that. Like back in the day, so it's kind of interesting. 
No, you're a multi-generational surfer. Yeah, well, every, most people are that are coastal. It's just, you know, their parents are in surf clubs or whatever. So in Australia, so, you know, your parents, were your parents from the beach or? No, we used to, we used to go to the beach a lot, but um, no, we weren't sort of, uh, they weren't clubbies or anything. Derek's, yeah. Derek's parents were circus performers, or at least one of them. Really? Yeah, yeah Deb was a, Deb was a um, diplomat, mum was a wrestler. What was the other way around? I can't remember. Is that true? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, read, the, read the Encyclopedia of Surfing, Matt Walshaw's Encyclopedia of Surfing. That's fantastic. Mm, so it was a uh, colourful childhood moving from country to country. Is that where you got the comedy from? Yeah, it must have been where I got the comedy from. <laughs> You've been great every Tuesday, Thursday night, 7.30 to 9. CDs in the door, 19.95. Or you can buy, or you can buy Beyond Litmus DVD, 100-page books, $110. It's gone up. It's like after this thing, it's like, make it a grand. We're going uh, to put that skin back on, that side skin. So people, if they want to buy um, Beyond Litmus, they can just click on the side of the... Um, the website um, and buy the, oh, the thing and people should what the hell else are people going to do right now i don't know the people listen to this thing oh, enough yeah. oh yeah it's been i think eight listens last week no, eight, eight. Eight. We, we'll get 12. <laughs> dave dave pronan has the number one surf surf podcast in surf you, history right now have you listened to one chess have you listened to one hell of no. hell, hell no yeah, no way. Not, i will not yeah no there's no no way. no no, no. have no. you listened to one andrew no way have you no. listened to one? i i was fascinated um dave interviewed philippe toledo yeah he's you listen to that he's the fastest surfer in the world <laughs> yeah. yeah so they spoke about how he is the fastest surfer in the world it's fascinating <laughs> fascinating shit yeah yeah it's really good really positive the wall yeah. of positive noise continues, boys. <laughs> hey, so thank, thank you, Steve. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, yeah, Chaz. Yeah. It, was, it was beautiful to chat. Uh, Andrew and Steve. Yeah. Derek, always, I love you. But Andrew and Steve, a real pleasure. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube you know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks that's what our podcast people are the worst brings you with each episode i'm rachel and I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.